Hello everyone and welcome back to That's Lame, the equestrian podcast for horse girls from horse girls. This is part two of last week's episode with the lovely Charlie McDowell. Hello Charlie. Hello again. (laughs) Alrighty then, Charlie. Yes. (laughs) How did you get into one training with Carl and Charlotte and two being on that yard? (laughs) I mean, a lot of it is down to geography and the fact that I literally live five minutes away from the mall in Hartbury. But Alan basically keeps his miniature ponies. He keeps them in our back garden because obviously I have OB on livery just because our arena and facilities aren't up to address our shores. But yeah, perfect for miniature ponies. And it was COVID, so I finished my A-levels. I think it was March. We got sent home from school and... I had nothing to do. I worked for my mum in the dental practice. I was on reception for a while. And then I'd come home, be very bored, started running around the school because I was like, try to get fit, but I don't like running on the road, so <laughs> come to school. And I think Alan probably was a bit concerned what I was doing. <laughs> I was like, do you want to like come help at Carl's a bit? <laughs> and I'd already been going probably since my GCSE on the old hacking day. I'm really good friends with one of the girls that worked there. I think probably from 2020, I started going a bit more regularly on the hacking days, but still just the Wednesdays and Saturdays. I don't know if you know at Cars, they have very rigid routines. So it's like Wednesdays and Saturdays, the horses go on the hack. So I carried on doing that probably until about August time. And I think Alan actually went on holiday and said, oh, can you do the cover for that week? So I got to go on the riding day, which I was very excited about because I'd never actually, you know, seen Charlotte and Carl train there. And I just didn't really leave. I mean, I don't know if they wanted me to keep going back. But I was like, oh, well, Alan, if you're, I know you're back from holiday, but you can do less work about yeah. it, so I'll just keep coming. And then I was, yeah, I just didn't leave until I went to uni about a year and a half later. <laughs> so did you do, like, the yard work and, like, what was your yeah, days I mean, when you were there? I've never properly worked there. I just help out when they're short and then rock up when I can but I think for my sort of gap year I was going at 6.45 most days mucking out doing all of that then getting the horses ready for Chloe Charlotte Sadie all of that and yeah pretty much working there but obviously I was doing it more for the training and learning and everything like that because you would not want to pay me as a groom <laughs> especially at that point <laughs> so who did you mainly train with Carl or Charlotte I mean both of them which is ridiculous and I do know how lucky I am but Carl I think at the start would pop me on a random horse that they'd have in and I do remember the first time I got me to see Tempe Changes it was a bit diabolical and he got me shouting a lot, one two three four <laughs> I came back the next day and like nailed it because I was like right you need to show that you actually can ride but yeah I think at that point I had my young rider horse Olivia I did the junior teams in 2019 and the young rider team 2021 on her so I think Carl helped me out on her when you know in return for the work I was doing which was absolutely you know insane I was so grateful and I think also at that time when I first started going both of mine were off because OB had like a field injury and Liv had just come back from the Europeans or I can't remember the timings of everything but I definitely wasn't riding as much so they were like oh you can come you know keep riding here so any just warming up I was grateful to do because I'd never properly learned to stretch you know like they do there and everything like that so how it works is they'll be riding and they'll just instruct from the horse or you know Sadie would help me I'm like how do I get this one to stretch you know and it's, and it's, some of them are obviously really like flashy movers and I'd be trying to calm it down (laughs) yeah just everyone just learning and watching is just amazing as well so the atmosphere there must be so nice to be with two of the best riders in the world that the world's ever seen yeah riding in the same arena and working with them that must just been like so inspiring I remember at the time thinking you're gonna look back on this and be like you were lit that was the time of your life you know it was amazing and I still do and I was so grateful to get to go and you just it is 
frustrating at the same time because you see them oh yeah I could do that and then you get on I go home ride my one so like, no why are they not going yeah they're not going the same but I think over time you just pick up so many things and just the way that they have the routine for their horses is insane and it's so good for the horses because they're just so used to doing you know two days on a hacking day in the field they're just treated like horses and I started doing that with my one and suddenly you know they're going better oh great (laughs) yeah oh my god maybe it actually works (laughs) when was the first time that you rode like Vallegro or Pumpkin or (laughs) Utopia or like just all these famous horses I don't I do remember when I first drove Vallegra I got Chloe to take a picture come on quickly (laughs) I need a picture I think I took him for a hack or something um I think I you know I'd been there a few months I think I had to earn my ride on Vallegra as you know as I should he is the king the other ones I think whenever I got a chance to warm up for Charlotte I was straight on and I was like yes I'll I'll do that that's fine and just stretching them but I probably hacked them all quite a while before and even now you know so excited to do that but yeah I think I did quite a good job of stealing all the horses at one point yeah yeah (laughs) and then when you like watch them at the Olympics or the Europeans or anything do you feel like a little bit of pride that you've been part of that yeah I mean not that I really did anything to help (laughs) but it's just it's just amazing when you watch you sort of see it from everyone else's perspective because you're just so used to seeing them day in, day out and, you know, just normal people. And you see how hard they work and how well looked after these horses are. And then they, you go and see them actually be on the world stage and do so well. And it's just really nice. So I was there, when was Tokyo in the end? 2021. And like Sadie, Chloe and I, we all went up and watched them. And it's just, it feels really teamy. And we like went down to the house with all of Ben and everyone and saw the team tests. And it's just you feel like you're part of it even though it, you know when it comes down to it, it's Carla Charlotte the, yeah, yeah. the riders but yeah I mean it is it's really good there so if you could ride any horse because we asked this we had this question to each other didn't we if you could ride any horse oh yeah God, what, you've horse, ridden like yeah that's the, that's the thing you've ridden so many of the what people would pick like the yeah. Blegros and the Utopias like if you could ride any horse it can be cartoon <laughs> It can be over the rainbow bridge. It can be <laughs> still competing today. It could be horse. a show jumper. Yeah, it could be anything. I don't... Because what did we pick? We Vallegro, Spirit. Hi- and Hidalgo. <laughs> we had a Sorry, lot of, like, a cool. Western vibe for some reason <laughs> with our well, choices. Joanna loves yeah. a cowboy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, all of them. But, I mean, I think, obviously, Blueberry, I mean... I would love to do a test on Blueberry. I mean, how yeah. cool would that be? But then, I mean, Uti, I think he's 22 now. His birthday the other... It was both our birthdays the other week. But he, honestly, he could still whack out a really good Grand Prix because he just stinks long doing the ones and everything. So I love riding, practicing Tempe's on him. But it's like you were saying earlier with Sirocco. You do the fours and then he'll just do the threes and then he'll do the twos and you do the ones. <laughs> like this. He knows how it goes. Yeah. You know, He knows the drill. Obviously, I think my favourite horse there is Audrey just because... I did so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you tell us the story about Audrey. Audrey. Okay, yeah. So, Alive and Kicking is one of Charlotte's, I think she must be nine now. And when I first started going, so that in 2020, I think it was August time that I don't even know how it happened, but I think Charlotte was riding her. She said, Oh, you sit on just because she's really small and pretty. So, oh, let's see what you look like on her. And you're small and pretty too. <laughs> so, perfect, perfect match. match. <laughs> And I did. I said, oh, actually, you look quite good on her. And she said, well, I've got so many to ride at the moment. Like, if you want to school her a bit. I was like, 
Are you joking? Obviously. And I've been obsessed with her since I started going probably two years prior because she's, maybe you've seen her, but she's got the most beautiful black little face and she's she is, we call her Audrey Hepburn because she is just yeah. the horse version of Audrey Hepburn. And, you know, I was very happy riding her the one time and thought I'd made it in life and would be, that was me done then. And then when I got to keep riding her, obviously I was super excited and just yeah kind of went from there and she was six at that time I think it was genuinely just a case of Charlotte had so many to ride and worked out for me somehow I don't quite know how so I went from like medium to PSG over that sort of year and then carried on riding her my first year of uni doing the under 21 stuff and then yeah so she was one that I won at the nationals on I eventually got all my changes and everything in a test she was quite a spicy little bear and I think that was where I say doing uni and doing that it was all a bit the tw- the year I tried to do Young Riders it was a bit hard to put 100% into both things as much as I was really desperate to it just didn't quite come off so then I was really happy that but what so- a finale like if you yeah, were like exactly. on a holiday as well finish like <laughs> national champion exactly and that I was so grateful to Charlotte for letting me do that because it just I could like actually put my whole effort into it so yeah she's my favourite on the yard and everyone knows and yeah. everyone actually takes a <laughs> mick because <laughs> Audrey, when I try and wash her off, just takes the mickey yeah. because she's like, oh, yeah, Jerry, I'll put my head up here. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. But I always, I think I said, I got asked this before, and I said her dad, so all at once, is ridden by a guy, I think he's based in Holland, but he's from, rides from Mauritius, I want to say. And honestly, that horse is stunning. And it, it's the spitting image of Audrey, and I always thought that'd be quite a cool one still. Oh, okay. So What's all, all at once? Yeah, all okay. at once, yeah. I'll look that up. We're all going to be like frantically googling. <laughs> Everyone's he's googling all at once. Yes, in Ramuni, but that's probably not how you pronounce uh, the right. I'm not going to remember that, but I'll remember all at once. So obviously, you said that you sort of started helping out at Carl and Charlotte's through mm. your sort of connections with Alan and everything. What is your advice for horse riders who aren't perhaps well connected or in the know? Mm. How do they? get a place working at sort of a top top yard would you say yeah I think there's definitely a lot of people that do it don't they and I mean obviously I am I'm aware that I was quite lucky to get that and I didn't properly work there as well because it was always on a temporary thing so I think actually going for a job I can imagine is harder than if you're just helping out on a random day then obviously I had it quite easy but um I think if you're dedicated that I've seen a lot of people come in and out of that yard and other yards and you can just tell the people that want to do it for the right reasons and the people that are like oh I want to come and actually do nothing but just look at the horses and it almost instantly shows and most people I'll see once and they'll never come back over there if you love the horses and you're willing to learn and you're willing to take the criticism of what you're doing wrong then you can get very very far and I think probably all three of us are very like that naturally and I don't know about you but I assume that everyone else is too and then when I see people aren't I'm like oh that's so strange <laughs> then then yeah. they don't hang around yeah because I think a lot of people think that when you're a successful sort of young rider that you are just riding that I don't think they understand that actually a lot of the time you are working really hard oh, and you yeah. are doing yeah. the donkey work you I... know it's not just riding all these lovely horses from yeah. nine to five it's like hard work and you have to be disciplined however much money and support you have you have to do the work it's the respect that you need to get more than anyone can come in and ride the nice horses that's that's not the hard part i think when samantha worked there so samantha my Mm -hmm. sister she worked at carl and charlotte's and that was 2012 2013 so a very long time ago but i remember she told me that she rode utopia 
So that's after he'd won gold at the Olympics. And then she got off him and Carl took the reins and he went, oh, okay, so if you could go and um, get the dog poos out of my garden now. Oh, yeah. And Samantha was like such a high from riding an Olympic gold medalist horse to then going and picking up dog poo. And she was like, but it was so good because it just immediately grounded you and just went, yep, you can have the most amazing highlight of your life and then go and do the dog work. But also that's still worth it as well. Do you know what I mean? I I would ride Utopia to pick up some dog poo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing. Jesus. I think, but that is our mentality where some people aren't. And yeah. I mean, I've done the drains there. I think you pull up the drains, you know that. And then it's a lot of manual, like manual. landscaping, field maintenance. Yeah, I mean, Sadie like, used to have, I can't remember, the garden tools out, yeah. you know, digging the schools, things like that. But I mean, I've never even questioned it because I'm like well duh obviously I mean these are the Olympic gold medalists like of course I'll dig your school if that means I even get some help like, that's just natural and I think if you have that mindset then that's that's fine because then you're helping out for the opportunities and that's that's fair, I think then. a lot of our listeners will be shocked to hear that though I think especially because on social media obviously hmm. Yeah, you don't. You post, don't show you're that. You're drain. not showing the gardening that you're doing, the poo picking. You're only showing the riding because that's what people want to see. Yeah. So I do think there is this sort of idea that yeah, it is just riding. It's all very glamorous, yeah. and it, it really isn't. No, because it doesn't matter on what type of yard you're on. Yeah. There's still so much manual work that needs yeah, doing. Yeah, like this isn't specific anywhere you're working. Yeah, it's going anywhere. to be the same. And it's funny because at the moment there's a girl called Michelle, and then another girl from Portugal who's living there at the moment and she sort of watches obviously I've been going and helping in my holidays I just go full on horses that's what gets me through the exams I'm like right as soon as I'm done I'm gonna be rocking up at Carl's every day training my horse blah 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 and I've met this girl Sarah from Portugal she says you know everyone in Portugal they go oh you're so lucky you go to England with the best horses the best trainers and she says I've had to tell them it's not easy you know they work (laughs) so hard honestly we don't want to leave Portugal because she likes her siesta in the afternoon you know she's not she's not digging her drains (laughs) and she she said that it you wouldn't realize that but that is the riding's the tip of the iceberg i would say and then everything under the surface is the the manual work i mean it doesn't matter if you're Vallegro or your keith they still poo (laughs) someone still has to pick (laughs) it up (laughs) exactly shout out to keith (laughs) the main feature i really want to find him now (laughs) see what he's doing (laughs) hope you're right keith Charlie, have you got any funny stories from <laughs> Carl's <what>? Yard? <laughs> I'm trying to think of ones that don't make me look too stupid because <laughs> there are a lot. <laughs> I've done some silly things. The funniest thing that's happened to me is when I was hacking one of the horses around the field and through no fault of its own it got spooked and then it was quite a sharp one anyway it was just it was there on livery and um took off with me around the field quite fast and Sadie was on the Spanish stallion Albero who is an absolute legend she's just in the middle going laughing like always wetting herself and trying to slow down slow down <laughs> and I'm wetting myself too because I mean this whole it was safe it just was got a bit spooked and I just sort of forgot to try and stop so I went all the way around his big field once and I thought oh no like this stop so then sort of started actually pulling and riding properly and he sort of slipped and eventually stopped and it was all fine anyway I've got away with that it's fine we we sorted it and then we go down you know cars you sort of go down the hill back to the arenas and um they're all just sort of in the outdoor Charlotte's on the edge of the indoor looking out being like are you okay? What happened? <laughs> and basically, Charlotte be riding, seeing this figure. Like, He's gone for a nice gallop around the field. And they're like, oh, That's Charlie. She's supposed to be walking. And I was like, Oh no. And then to top it off, Charlie goes, Instead of pulled it, I pulled it up. And I was like, 
That was what I was trying to do. <laughs> <laughs>
that's nurture, not nature yeah. as well. So if anyone sees me and they call their horse a bad name. Yeah. Is that an ick though? That's just like, that's like when that person said, oh, my icks, when someone's like, kicks their horse, like... No, your mum's ick is when, like, men are mean to animals. No, that wasn't my mum. That was someone that wrote into the Instagram... I think they were like, yeah, yeah. They were like, it was really funny. Oh, yeah, like, he read he, it and it was like oh, he got off his horse and he like kicked, kicked it. And I was stomach. like, I was like, that's not an ink. That's abusive. I was like, that's literally that's what. Yeah, wrong. that's abusive. Yeah, <laughs> he needs to be put away. Yeah, literally. I don't even think of any other question. An ick is just like something niggly that's annoying, but it's so niche and like specific that it might not annoy someone. It's not actually that bad. Yeah, and it might not annoy someone else, but it annoys you. That's not niche then. That just is wrong. Yeah, that, like... (laughs) Don't do it. We have had such a good time having Charlie on. So, Charlie, thank you so much for coming down. and fitting me. Yeah, and fitting us into your very busy schedule. No, at the moment, not busy at all. (laughs) But it's been so much fun. What do the next few months look like for you? Well, next week I'll be at the regionals with Evie. Um, We're both going to win, obviously. (laughs) Manifesting. Manifesting. I think... So I start uni end of August. I'm going on a little trip to Lisbon, so that'll be my last little hurrah oh, before I go be back nice. to uni. So that'll be fun. But yeah, then it'll be uni. I'm hoping I'll be able to get to the nationals at least. Well, I've qualified for PSG, so hopefully at least for that. If I qualify for the under one, maybe I can ask for two days off. But we'll see. <laughs> and then I would think probably till Christmas I'll be trying to work out how to work in a hospital and not embarrass myself. <laughs> but I'm really excited because we have exams before Christmas not excited for the exams but it means that we don't have them after Christmas so I'll actually have a Christmas I don't have to revise oh that'd be I, nice I didn't realise that I thought for the next five years of my life I was Christmases Christmas were written off <laughs> the last two years I've been I've had Olympia as my little hurrah and then it's just been studying so really excited I'll have we only get two weeks but yeah beyond that yeah. no idea <laughs> no and obviously listening to Obviously podcasts. every Monday. Yeah. Every Monday. Because <laughs> when I say I come from. home to you nice week, really I stay the whole weekend and then drive up to uni on Monday listening to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great Perfect. start to my week. <laughs> right, guys. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. Love you. Bye. 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 <laughs>